A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearance shall he judge, nor by hearsay shall he decide, but he shall judge the poor with justice and decide aright the lands afflicted. He shall strike the ruthless with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Justice shall be the band around his waist, and faithfulness a belt upon his hips. Then the wolf shall be a guest of the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the young lion shall browse together with a little child to guide them. The cows and the bears shall be neighbors. Together their young shall rest. The lion shall eat hay like an ox. The baby shall play by the cobra's den, and the child lay his hand on the adder's lair. There shall be no harm or ruin on my holy mountain. For the earth shall be filled with knowledge of the Lord as the water covers the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse set up as a signal for the nations, the Gentiles shall seek out for his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, whatever was written previously was written for our instruction, that by endurance and by encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to think in harmony with one another, in keeping with Christ Jesus, that with one accord you may with, may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another then, as Christ welcomed you, for the glory of God. For I say that Christ became a minister of the circumcised to show God's truthfulness, to confirm the promises to the patriarchs, but so that the Gentiles may glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles and pre sing praises to your name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. John the Baptist appeared, preaching in the desert of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, a voice of one cried out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. 
John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, and the whole region around the Jordan were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brutal vipers, who warn you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Even now the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance, but the one who's coming after me is mightier than I. I'm not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. You know, there's a um, place in the world where everything is perfect. There's a place in the world where, uh, in a short amount of time, all of life's problems are solved and people live ever, left, ever, ever after, ever after, happily ever after. There's a place in the world of handsome men, of beautiful women, impossibly amazing homes, salaries that are just beyond understanding. It's a place where lawyers and doctors and business executives and real estate moguls return to their hometown to be given the true meaning of Christmas and in the process meet the man or the woman of their dreams. I'm talking, of course, of the Hallmark Christmas movie channel. <laughs> the place where, where we sit and we're just amazed by what's happening. We have films from uh, Connecticut. They're filmed, some of them are filmed in Connecticut. Where and I always think to myself, well, the reality is a lot different than what's being portrayed. I think there's an expectation of Christmas, isn't there? There's an expectation that somehow Christmas has to be wonderful and perfect and terrific. We have to have, bless you, the right amount of food. We have to have the right presents. We have to have the house decorated in the right way. We have to be happy and cheerful and everything wonderful and perfect and if we fall in love that's even better but if we're honest 
Christmas isn't like that, is it? If we're honest, Christmas is sometimes a challenge, isn't it? Christmas is sometimes difficult. Sometimes we think about the empty chairs at our table at Christmas. Sometimes we think about the, the separation at Christmas. Sometimes we think about the challenges and difficulties of, 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 of Christmas. I have a favorite Christmas carol, and I suppose, judging from my profession, you would think my favorite carol would be a Hark the Herald Angels Sing, or Angels We Have Heard on High, or uh, Joy to the World, or Silent Night. My favorite Christmas carol is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, written for uh, Meet Me in St. Louis, um, the original lyrics were even sadder and more poignant, but Vincent Minnelli, the director, and Judy Garland, the star, and uh, I always forget the actor's name who played the love interest, the three of them felt that the lyrics had to be changed a bit so they wouldn't be as sad, but they're still kind of poignant and sad. Because it's not wishing us a wonderful, grand, glorious, hallmark Christmas uh, movie spectacular, it's wishing us a merry little Christmas. And I like that. I can do a merry little Christmas. I can lower my expectations and enjoy the beauty of the, of the, of the Christmas celebration. You know? Have yourself a merry little Christmas, the lyrics say. Let your heart be light. Next year, all our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Next year, all our troubles will be miles away. Once again, as in olden days, happy golden days of yore, faithful friends who are near to us will be dear to us once more. Someday soon, we all will be together, if the fates allow. Until then, we have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now. I love those words because we can have the merry little Christmas by centering around our faith. Christ comes into our life in a glorious and an amazing way, and it has nothing to do with all that we attach to the day. Now, all that we attach to the set day is wholesome and good. I, there's nothing wrong with it. But the day is a celebration of Christ, of Christ becoming one of us of transforming our lives, of making our lives, your life and my life better because sin is brought to, to, the sins of humankind will be brought by that baby born in the manger to the glory of the cross. Now, to me, it's just a better way of viewing these December days. And I know, I know for, for some of us, we can have the grand Christmas. Some people get engaged on Christmas Eve. I know that because I get calls. Not like, not from parents, but you know, we'd like to get married. You know. Some people meet the man or woman of their dreams on, during the Christmas holidays. But for most of us, for most of us, Let's hope for that merry little Christmas. 
You know, I, I sometimes can be, um, there's a difficulty of Christmas as a priest because we work Christmas and a lot of people work, work the holiday. So I don't, I don't look at it as a, a great hardship. And I can remember my nephew saying he loved Christmas because uh, the presents, the lights, the tree, the decorations, Uncle Chris falling asleep on the couch. And that's, that's what I did. But it was always something wonderful and beautiful because at Christmas I could gather around the altar. At Christmas, Christ is present in our lives. And that wish of a merry little Christmas works. So have yourself a merry little Christmas. Don't let the issues and troubles that, 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 that the world puts upon us get in the way of celebrating Christ's birth. Remember that Christmas comes whether we've made the Toll House cookies or we didn't make the Toll House cookies. Christmas comes whether we have every present perfectly wrapped or had a mother that would put presents in large garbage bags, clean garbage bags with ribbons on them and say, Merry Christmas. Christmas comes, Christmas comes. In a few moments, we're gonna gather around the altar and the bread and wine are gonna come up and it's gonna become the body and blood of Christ. And the babe in Bethlehem who grew up to die on the cross and rise from the dead will be present among us. The baby born in Bethlehem is present every time we celebrate the Eucharist. So, in those beautiful words, have yourself a merry little Christmas.